Hello and welcome to Call Bank Sports. Today we're going to talk about the Jazz, um, the Jazz man that is their second leading scorer. The Jazz man, let, oh come on, hurry up. The um, the Jazz man that you know is their third leading rebounder. Um, we're going to be talking about Rudy Gay, who just had the night of his life against the Toronto Raptors, um, coming in and absolutely um, just having an, a game that I think is better than anyone who is being honest with themselves really would have predicted um, five for six from three um, ended up with 20 points, five rebounds, did all of that in 15 minutes, just coming in and showing why the jazz got him and what they think his potential is. Now, personally, I loved that. It was so awesome to watch. So awesome to listen to. I'm still a bit concerned. And Dale, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Part of me wonders if Rudy Gay just put up his season high, like season high in points, just like went out and that he's still going to be good for the jazz, but just had the best game of his season. And I, that's probably not true, but I kind of feel like it could very well be. Um, I, I think this will be top three, top five games of Rudy Gay season. Honestly, I, I he'll probably break the 20 at some point this season. Um, but like, my my like optimistic expectations of Rudy Gay coming in was he'll come in, get ten to twelve points a game, get uh five to six rebounds a game, um, and then half a steal, half a block a game or something like that, and just don't turn the ball over, shoot uh four like thirty five percent from three, forty five percent from the field. And I would have been happy with that. So I I'm still not expecting anywhere close to what he's doing what he did his first game on a regular basis, but I'm happy he did it. And he showed us yes. what he can do some nights. Um, no, as long, as long as we have one guy off the bench doing that, we're good. We don't need all three of them. No, that's true. And I mean, I don't think he can have a more efficient game. Like I think he was seven for eight from the field with that one miss being from three and to get 20 points in 15 minutes, he's definitely not going to be more efficient than that. But it, it's exciting. I really think that, you know, he could be a very valuable piece, especially on the defensive end, which we really haven't talked about. And we're yet to see really how he'll impact the team on that side. But when you look at it, you have Joe Ingles, who needs to have some needs to kind of get right this year. Um, same with Jordan Clarkson, and hopefully he's going to do better. He had a better game against the Raptors. Um, Hassan Whiteside, who has had some really great moments so far this season. Like I don't look at a game and think we lost because we don't have a good backup center. Um, and then you have Rudy Gay. I mean, you have those four guys coming off the bench. Um, I feel like I missed one person I should have, <laughs> I should have said, but you have the, those four guys off the bench. And like you said, if one of them has a good game, then you're probably going to be doing all right. Like, we need Rudy Gobert and we need Donovan Mitchell to have good games most of the time. Um, Mike Conley can always pick up slack there. Um, Royce O'Neal can go crazy from three. But now that you have a really solid nine-man rotation, I'm really excited to see where the Jazz go from here and how it works out. It's going to take some time for them to mesh. And Donovan's kind of been a bit off the last few games. His scoring average has dropped. Um, and like I said, we need to start seeing some more from Jordan and Joe off the bench, but having Rudy Gay to possibly take some of those minutes when he's coming out hot is really good for Utah. It's, it's huge. Um, 
like we were talking about on the stream like after the Raptors game, how deep the jazz bench is. And it's, I, I think you, you kind of summed it up perfectly how it's like, we talk about depth and, and it's great, but just having those options and having that um, like capabilities to, to run different lineups. If, and the, the nice thing with options is like, like we were talking about, you don't need everyone to come and score 30 points every night like if, if Clarkson has an off night with five points it's fine because Ingles might have a 25 point night and so it it's like like what it makes me think of is if you've heard of the Swiss cheese model not related to sports <laughs> at all but you put enough like you have one piece of Swiss cheese and there's a bunch of holes in it put an, another piece of Swiss cheese on there it covers up some of the holes and the more pieces of Swiss cheese you have the less holes you have and and your hole and so I think the cheese the jazz have a lot of pieces of Swiss cheese. And so there are very few holes to poke in that both their offense and their defense, which is really good come playoff time, as long as they kind of, they take advantage of all of the uh, flexibility to have that Rudy Gay brings to them. Yeah. I'm really interested to see um, if they're going to bring him in as center and how that works out and when they do it. But now is also a really good time schedule wise to bring Rudy Gobert. Uh, sorry, Rudy Gay. Um, <laughs> Dang it, there's a dollar in the mix-up jar um, <laughs> um, to bring Rudy Gay onto the team. Like Tonight, the Jazz are going to play Sacramento, which we've seen Sacramento is a good team, um, very talented. They have a lot of potential, and they could win tonight, just frankly, because the Jazz have won the previous two, and you know, like statistics dictate that at some point, Sacramento is going to win a game. Um, and then they're going to play Memphis next Monday, which, again, pretty good team, talented, but the Jazz are the better team. And then you're going to finish out the week with Oklahoma City and then a back-to-back at home against New Orleans. All three games, um, the Jazz should easily win. Maybe maybe um, Zion will be back. But the, um, the Jazz really should, um, over the next, what, five games, go four and one, worst-case scenario. And we did see worst-case scenario when they dropped a lot earlier this year. But it these are good teams to try to get Rudy Gay into the lineup against. Where there are games where you feel like you're going to win and you're not playing incredibly good defense. So you can really work through your offense and try to just do the best you can to execute things. And then when you get down to the down the line where, you know, you're playing the 76ers um, in December, you're playing Washington, you're playing the Clippers, um, you're playing, wow, this is a really easy stretch. Like this next month, is there's some good teams in there, but the Jazz have a have an opportunity to get a lot of wins over the next month and hopefully get Rudy Gay into the lineup um, so that they can play him against these harder teams that the Jazz have really struggled against this year, um, losing two games to Miami, um, you know, losing to Chicago. The Jazz need to shore up their lineup so that they can play better against the dominant teams that they're going to be playing in the playoffs. Yeah, and well, I, I, two points with that. When you look, I've noticed this year when looking over the Jazz schedule, I'm like, oh, like they have a pretty easy schedule. And that, and, and then I went through the entire schedule and was like, oh yeah, that they, they should win most of those games. And it's because the Jazz are legitimately better than most teams in the NBA. There's only a handful of teams that like I'm I'm kind of nervous of going in. Which obviously the Jazz can lose to a team like the Kings which the Jazz are obviously a better team then. So that's yeah. one benefit. And it's it kind of can give us false confidence looking forward. But 
I think the Jazz are that talented of a team. Uh, the yeah. other thing is is to like those tough teams, teams like the Bucks, like the Warriors, like the Heat, um, that are are really going for a finals this year. They they want to win a championship, and they think they can this year. Um, uh, I think a lot of times as fans, we get caught up in the standings and what's going on in the regular season. Uh, when we have those games, let's uh, let's see like a, a deeper meaning because obviously the Jazz, we know we're good enough to get a one seed. Even even this year, uh, even though the Suns are are an eleven game winning streak, the Warriors are outperforming all expectations at this point. The Jazz still have the talent and the team to get a one seed, but we're not here for that. We're here for a championship, and so when we go into these games against good teams like the Heat, um, I. Like as a fan, I would just ask that we don't get too concerned if we lose it, unless it's like a blowout and we don't even compete. But that when we're especially Western Conference teams, when we play them, it's scouting them out, understanding what kind of lineups they play with, testing some lineups against them. Because to get a good seed in the NBA, you need to beat the bad teams and do good enough against the good teams. But then you need to learn a lot from the, te- the from those good team games, so that you're ready to play them if you play them in the in the playoffs so i think that's one thing that the jazz kind of have a mindset of this year and that's one thing to look out for where we might drop some games against good teams that we really it's not fun to lose them but it may pay off from what we learn in that game when it comes to the playoffs this this isn't college football where if you lose a game you know your season's practically over at least when it comes to like championship hopes right this is definitely mm-hmm. not that i mean there's a reason there's 82 games there's a reason that 10 teams from each conference are going to have a chance at the playoffs um like there's a reason they set it up that way you did mention the suns and their 11 game win streak and i do kind of want to touch on that like mm-hmm. obviously it's big and obviously the jazz had some really long win streaks last year where they didn't play good teams so like I'm not like questioning the importance of winning your games against bad teams, but how legit is like their record right now? Because when I look at their 11 game win streak, their hardest wins have come against Atlanta and two against Dallas, which I I don't want to harp on Dallas because I I know. Well, well, to to talk about Dallas, that good. Dallas's record is good, but they're they have a negative point differential. So yeah, they're not that good. Yeah, no, they're they're struggling and like and I wasn't a big fan of Jason Kidd that pick as a um, for coach and but I think we did pick Dallas to finish third when we talked about our Western Conference um, standing. So like Lucas they have potential right now. He's they're out. just oh. yeah. So. Again, obviously, I'm not knocking on the quality of their 11-game win streak because then, like, I didn't do that to the Jazz last year, but I am commenting on it. So I, it'll be... Yeah, I think sorry. it's hilarious that they, they went on an 11-game win streak because when they were 1-3, and three, we had an episode and we were kind of making fun of them for yes. having such a slow start. And then since that episode, they've won every single game. So <laughs> I, I think that's you kind know, of funny. I okay, agree with the you. Suns are doing, the Suns the Suns are amazing. They're going to get the one seed. What what do I have to say for them to go zero and eleven? And the, <laughs> the, the Suns the Suns are winning out for the next fifteen years. Yeah, no, there we the go. Suns there are going to lose again. Yeah, okay. Now now that Did we, we jinx them reverse enough? the jinx, we're we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Continue. I interrupted you. Yeah, but I agree with you. Like 
the Sun, I, the Suns are a good team. Chris Paul is still a great player. They still have a, a good lineup around them, and they still have the talent to compete for a championship. But I agree with you. It's not like uh, they're not some historic team. They're a yeah. good team that could make another run to the finals. But that like a twelve and three record. A lot of times, teams with twelve and three records are amazing teams. This is just a hot start after a little bit of a slow start for them. So they'll probably balance out. They'll still stay in the top three race for most of the season would be my prediction. Uh, speaking of the Suns, though, I'm excited. Um, November 30th, that's going to be Suns-Golden State. I, I, I don't oh, know that's... if the Jazz are playing that night, but that's going to be a good game. And then they, oh, so they play, oh, they're going to play Golden State November 30th, um, play Detroit and then play Golden State no, um, Friday, December third. So we're going to get two Golden State, um, war, two Golden State Phoenix games in one week. That oh, that's, that's, that's going to be some good basketball. Right that's that's exciting. So no, I I think it's interesting. And like again, I really hope the Jazz go on a win streak here. Um, they've got an opportunity. Really, the next game that I look at where I'm concerned is. Um, who do the 76ers have on December 9th? But that's in a hot minute. And then the w- Washington has been playing out of their mind. And I really think that once you trade one player in Russell Westbrook for p- a lot more players who can add add to the game as well, like you're going to be better off there. So it it's interesting. But the Jazz are going to be winning some games here and the losses are going to be bad. But like Dale said, we really overall what we're looking at is how are the jazz meshing as a team and what are they going to look like come playoff time? Since while, while it's easier if they have a high seed, I mean, all you need to do is win 16 games and that's a lot of games. But if you win 16 games, come postseason, come, um, come may, then you're good. They don't even have to be in a row. You can be pretty close to 500 and, <laughs> and win those 16 that's, games. That's like. true. Just make sure that the other team doesn't win four games before you win four games and you're good. That That's all you have to do. It's pretty simple. Just do that really four easy. times in a row. I'm surprised we haven't figured it out. I'm surprised the Jazz haven't done it yet. It's just score easy. more points than the other team four times out of seven games and do that four times in a row. So, <laughs> hey, well, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Um, please follow wherever you're at. Like, subscribe, comment. Um, really, we're just overall super ecstatic um for this season we're not going to be doing an episode next saturday everyone please enjoy your thanksgivings and go jazz